Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And, and we're, we're from, from Aussie, Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And today we are courtesy of Skype, beginning a three-part interview on Pinterest. And our guest is our very own Amanda Hoffman from My Office Books. Hi, <laughs> now, everybody knows that you are a bookkeeper by trade, but you also have a passion for social media. We know that uh, you're amazing at Twitter, but what our listeners might not know is how passionate you are about Pinterest. Tell us a bit more. Okay, so one of the things I wanted to experiment with as a bookkeeper was Pinterest because I knew that I didn't have much competition. Not many accountants or bookkeepers know social media, let alone use Pinterest. So I put a challenge for myself and I started sharing boards, very specific boards about Twitter and about blogging. And what was interesting was I was fortunate enough and early enough into Pinterest that one of the Pinterest followers who manages Pinterest itself picked me up and I then ended up having my Twitter board highlighted highlighted or featured um, as a board to follow from Pinterest themselves as an example of what you should be doing. And that's where I went from having just a few thousand to having having like 8,000 within a week. So that was a huge step up. And then after that, what I focused on was social media for small business people, the social media articles I, as a small business person, wanted to follow and read. And I was really specific about the boards so that if anyone wanted to find a a topic about, say, visual media or if they wanted to find something out about Facebook, I made sure that I followed the best. So... When I say best, I made sure when it came to Pinterest, I followed Peg Fitzgerald um, because she is just amazing when it comes to fit, to Pinterest. And if anyone knows Guy Kozaki, um, who wrote uh, several social media books, she is his social media content manager. So Peg is totally amazing. If you want to follow somebody about Pinterest tips and topics, definitely follow her and another one is my favorite is cindy sanchez she's from oh so pinteresting she has a podcast on pinterest and she's another one that you should most definitely be following and listening to her podcast because she highlights business people including she's even interviewed myself about using pinterest as a bass agent um and she's got some fantastic tips for if you're a photographer or if you're a fashion person or if you are selling products she interviews heaps of people so you can go through all her podcast recordings 
and find a podcast about Pinterest that's specific that you can use in your industry. Wow, that's awesome. I love that idea. So there's two people that people can go ahead. Um, and the last one, I just want to make sure I don't get his his name wrong because he is just absolutely a gorgeous man. And he was actually um, speaking at the last social media marketing conference. Um, I always get Vincent's last name wrong. And it's Vincent ng nig of mcng marketing now vincent is not just a gorgeous person he's also extremely clever when it comes to using pinterest as a marketing tool so definitely if you want to be able to find more tips to what you're doing he's even got a 31 day challenge on his site that you can do and follow to be able to systematically step by step for free become very competent at Pinterest. That's fantastic, Amanda. We'll put those links in the show notes so people will be able to find those on our website too. So that's great. Now, for the bloggers out there who are not currently using Pinterest, what can Pinterest actually do for them? The main thing Pinterest can do is that you have a phenomenal amount of people using Pinterest and particularly because Pinterest is such a visual tool and it's very much search orientated. So a lot of people, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go to my Pinterest account and as I speak here on the podcast today, I'm going to begin with the basics and I think that's a great way for us to begin. And then if anyone doesn't remember everything or they don't want to hear through the podcast multiple times, so Ten and I would encourage you, please <laughs> listen to us lots and lots of times if you miss anything, um, is that you can definitely go to Vincent Nigg's 31-day challenge and systematically do everything that I'm going to be talking to you about today. So number one, if you have a personal Pinterest account, it's time to either upgrade it to a business account for your blog or maybe start another account and make it business. And one another thing I would like to remind all the bloggers out there is that any social media strategy is not a one-solve. So we're talking about a holistic approach to your social media. So if you haven't conquered one social media yet, like there's many bloggers I know using Facebook, what you do on Facebook are not going to work here on Pinterest. It's a completely different medium. But what you should do is if you've got a Pinterest, pa- I mean, a Facebook page URL and you've personalized it with your blog name, you should try to use the exact same name when it comes to your Pinterest account. So hopefully no one else has got your Pinterest name that you want to use. And when you make a business account, you also need to do several things. So I don't forget to mention everything. I'm going to click over to my Pinterest settings. How you find these when you set up your new account is you'll see that there's a little icon. So number one, with your icon, you want to put a personal picture. Again, I'm going to remind everybody that if you have a specific 
photo that you use on your Facebook page, use the same photo here on your Pinterest profile because you want your, whether it be Twitter, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Instagram, you want to have that same image so people instantaneously know this is tan from... um, (laughs) Right, your cancer. (laughs) Right, your cancer. I had a mental blank Um, because I'm thinking of Pinterest and not handle hash tags and things. So when you're looking at your profile, there's going to be four areas. You're going to have my profile, settings, help, and log out. You want to go into my profile. I mean, you click there. You want to make sure that you've got your handle matching every other handle, be it Twitter or be it your Facebook page name. You want to see the same picture sitting there and you want to also see if you put on a little bit of information, a bio. Um, You don't get many characters. It's a bit like a Twitter bio, but you can use it so that you put all your keywords in that bio so people can search and find you. The next area you need to go is to your settings. So when you're in your settings, you're going to see that there's business account basics, profile, notification process, your social network, so you can link with other social networks, and then what apps you're connecting to it. So underneath your business account basics, you want to definitely have the email address where you want notifications to go to. You can change your password if you want to change that at some end to be security conscious. I recommend that you do it on a regular basis. You specify what language you are. Mine is English US. You say what country you are. You put down what type of business you're in. Um, because you're a blogger, you might put down a brand or if you, you or you might put a public figure um you put down something that matches your blog type um process um some people feature themselves while other people are a little bit more professional and they have a name you put down your contact your contact name so me, i just have my first name you put down your search privacy now some people don't want their profile found online as a blogger You want to make sure that your search privacy is no. You want everybody to find you. You want to make sure that you can personalize everything. So say use sites you visit to improve recommendations and ads you see, go yes. Use information from our partners to improve recommendations and the ads you say, say yes, because then you get tips and different tricks coming your way. Um, Clear recent searches doesn't apply because this is a brand new account. And then when you see profile, The most important thing here is your Pinterest.com. I have my office books for my bookkeeping, and that is with my Twitter is my office books, my Facebook is my office books, everything is my office books because when people search in Google my office books, it's all going to come up. About you, like I said, you are limited by the number of characters, so make sure you're very specific or put keywords in that bio about you, what you do and what you specify, your location. And the next really, really important aspect as a blogger is your website url so make sure you put down your website and then confirm your website 
So with Confirm Website, you click on Confirm Website and it comes up with a meta name. Now, this can be a little bit tricky. I have found sometimes with some of my domains, it is an easy situation. If you're WordPress, you just go into your dashboard. You can um, upload a plugin with header and footer and you just put this meta name in the headers. There is a specific Pinterest verifier code that you can actually upload onto your website um, as a plugin and that also then allows you to personalize when a when somebody hovers with their mouse over a picture you can have a big Pinterest icon which then encourages your readers when their mouse hovers over your images to then share them on Pinterest so that is why it's really important for you to to also verify your website because what this does by confirming your website, it gives you analytics and these analytics are gold. And you cannot get the analytics without one, having a Pinterest business account and two, confirming your website. Then you can go down and you just read what notifications you want emailed to you and what you don't want emailed to you. And then you can also link your social media networks so that it's very easy for you to be able to share different, like your blog articles, um, across multiple levels within Pinterest itself. So that's the basics there. And I hope that wasn't too much for everybody. Um, But as a blogger, your most important aspects are one, your business account, and number two, verifying your URL. They are wonderful steps. And for people who have just set up a Pinterest account uh, and want to go through that particular process, that's a fantastic way for them to get started, Amanda. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. One final question before we go. How do bloggers get followers on print, on Pinterest? Okay, so number one, you need to have something there for people to follow you with. So as a basic process, you need to look at your creating a board. Now, once you've done everything I've just said and you go and click back onto your profile, you're going to come to the main picture where you're going to see there's absolutely no boards or maybe you've got a few. So I would suggest that people seriously look at having 12 boards. Now, depending on your blog and what your niche readership is, will depend on what those 12 boards are going to be. So as a basic, because today we're talking about the basics and we'll go into intermediate and advanced over the next two series, is that you need to, with creating a board, number one is click on the red button that looks like a plus, plus sign, click on that, and then you're going to have create a board. So every board needs a name. Now, the first thing I'm going to tell everybody is don't get creative here. It sounds really boring, but don't go awesome, awesome, or, you know, or some other cliche kind of phrase. You want your board to be found by your readers. And how is that going to happen? If it's about travel blogging, you're going to type in, guys, I know it's boring, but you type in travel bloggers. If you want to talk about a certain, like if you, so I'm going to use a travel blogger here. So if you've been to Australia, um, if you go overseas to Europe, um, if you have been to 
London. Uh, look, try to make sure the boards are easy, that if they sit there and go into the search board above your profile and type something in, your board's going to pop up. So, Amanda, may I just ask you, so in relation to your boards, and uh, most of our bloggers will have WordPress websites uh, or they'll have websites and they'll have categories and tags. Would you say that a board is like a category? Absolutely. So, and that's a great analogy. And I'm so glad that because you build and do, you know, web pages, you've brought that up. Um, definitely, even if they are, like if they're well organized with their website and they've got really good categories, then I would highly recommend they just mimic the same structure in their Pinterest account. And that way for them, it makes it really easy that if they've got a certain category, they can then pin all their blogs in that category to that board on Pinterest. Mm. So that way, again, the synergy is there. They're keeping the process simple and it's an easy process for them to do. Now, if they're ad hoc about their categories on their websites and their blogs, maybe it's time for them to sit down and really think about what they're doing. Maybe it's time for them to go, okay, I'm really ad hoc about my categories and my tags on my website. Well, how about sitting down with a piece of butcher paper or whether you use Evernote or whether you want to use a journal or you've got your content creation strategy workbook, sit down and work out what you write about, what category they should belong about, and spend a weekend sitting there putting them into their certain categories. And as you go through fixing up your blogs, when you fix the category and your tags, then just pin them straight to that board on your Pinterest account. So for some of our listeners out there, this might be a great spring clean in winter for them. That be, you know that before pro blogger everybody if you're going to pro blogger next month before that happens why not look at doing this right now and with pro blogger remember too if you can sit down and do this there's always somebody that shares their pinterest account and have a board mm, great advice so but going on from that just for the basics We've, we've worked out our categories, worked out our tags. You want to name your board, very boring, something that's easy searched. Your description's really important, everybody. Make sure in your description you're specific about what that board has and have your keywords. Now, prior to now, hashtags were irrelevant. However, there is an option now in Pinterest where you can search hash, hashtags. So then you can, again, whatever tag you use in your blog articles in your WordPress or what you use on Twitter, you can use here on Pinterest as well. And then category, what board category is it? You can put down whether it's travel or whether it's um, do-it-yourself or whatever it is. You don't want it secret, leave it no because you want everybody to find you. And if you've got a couple of friends or if you've got some readers that absolutely love collaborating with you, why not make them collaborators on your Pinterest board? Mm. So you can start getting instant followers because you've already searched them, you've tagged them as a collaborator on that particular board, and I tell you what, it's the collaboration boards that give you the most traction and also help you get a lot of readers fast. 
But when I say fast, guys, everything's a process. I'd love to give you the secret sauce where you can have 10,000 followers in a week, but unless all you're ever doing and not sleeping, eating, or writing is doing Pinterest, or you're connected with Guy Kawasaki and you somehow tempt him to host or, or say, hey, guys, you should follow this person, you're not going to get 10,000 followers in a week. It's a process. Maybe two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so there's a lot of information we've given for the basics but if you do those couple of things and we'll just rehash very quickly is number one make sure you set your bones right your foundation right which is have a picture that's like every other picture that you have on your linkedin or your facebook pages or on your blog keep it to the same image so readers and people who know you instantaneous instantaneously know that this is your pinterest account you want to update your profile make sure that you have all your details in there that your hashtag meets your facebook your twitter everything your settings you want to make sure that the two things that are really important like i said was um and i've got a mental blank um it's is make sure with your settings and i'm going to go over there so I remind myself verify um, your website yeah, your URL for your website is needs to be verified. You have to confirm your website so that you can get the – oh, yeah, that's right. It has to be a business account and you also need to confirm your website so you get the analytics. Um, and then after that, you create 12 boards and I'm going to tell you the challenge here is those 12 boards, guys, is to have at least five pins per board because you need at least five pins – for that board to be found okay. i've found at rule of thumb okay that is absolutely wonderful amanda so amanda that wraps up our beginners part one on pinterest and next friday i hope everyone will join us when we do part two of pinterest uh, which is more aimed at people who have just started pinterest would you say I would say intermediate is for those who maybe from this week have actually listened to the podcast, they've set their accounts up and they now want to know how to populate it, how to follow other people and how to start gaining traction with getting more readers. So, or if you've got a Pinterest account and you've left it sit there and done nothing with it, this intermediate would be excellent for you. And then the advanced is going to be talking more on the analytic analytical side getting into the data what's it telling you and hopefully if people have been following us from week one and into the second session um, by the third session they should have some analytics that they'll be able to click over and follow along and get some information about how they're performing with pinterest themselves wonderful and the beauty is of having a podcast when you download and subscribe to a podcast, you are able to listen to it and re-listen, re-listen as many times as you like. So uh, even if it's a few weeks until you start getting your analytics, you can always then a month later go back and listen to Amanda's part three. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being my guest. Or our <laughs> guest. <laughs> Just to remind our listeners to another thing. 
is everybody, can you please, pretty please, rate and review our podcast? If we are providing you with value and you're actually getting some great results or you love the material, Tan and I are going to appeal to you, please spend five minutes to rate and review. Why is this so important? It allows people, again, through algorithms within iTunes or in Stitcher to then allow our name to be found by other bloggers so they too can learn these tips and tricks and the last thing if you would love to be a guest and if you're a bit nervous or if you're a bit hesitant definitely go and listen or if you haven't listened to Annette Hill she was very nervous she had not been a guest before and she smashed it she was absolutely awesome and I don't know what the official statistics are Tan just over she's had just over 100 in the first couple of days so I thought that was pretty cool that's awesome so here's Annette she has never been on a podcast before she was very nervous and we've had over 100 listeners already in just a few days so definitely if you would like and they say you should do something that you're scared every day why don't you put Tan and I on your list of doing something that you're fearful about because we will make the process of your first podcast such a wonderful, warm experience that you will maybe not straight away, but some of you may want to then go hunting to be a podcast guest on someone else's podcast. Mm, Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you so much and thanks everyone for listening. We'll look forward to part two on Pinterest next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.